0: Hey, everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would-you-rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of a dick are we talking about? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay, all from our very real hot tub. Oh, yeah, 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 very real, uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and welcome to the escapist comics podcast i'm jessica valboni
0: and i'm robert Negoesco.
1: and today is november 15th 2022 and uh today we're gonna have a little special episode because we lost another comic great and kevin conroy kevin conroy excuse me uh passed away this week uh it was really hard for us and well for the world uh sure because he was like uh, the defin- definitive Batman for yeah. all
0: of us. Best wow. Batman movie still is uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Oh,
1: yeah. Definitely. I would say. Yeah. Which
0: we could have done that, too, instead of what we have planned for today. We could have just,
1: just done, done that definitely. movie. And yeah. that's
0: a serious showcase of uh, Kevin Conroy's you know, vocal range and talents and uh, the emotion and the depth that he would bring to the character. Um, yeah. which is what we're trying to do today, but yeah, watch the movie, folks. Definitely. Yeah,
1: watch that movie. I mean, so he was basically Batman for the last 30 years, yeah. um, starting in 1992 with Batman the Animated Series. So we picked some of our favorite episodes, some of his favorite episodes, uh, mm. some of the world's favorite episodes, <laughs> and yeah. we're just going to focus on those, you know, do a synopsis, what we thought of it, what he thought of it. Um, but first, we're kind of going to just start uh, with his life. Um, and basically I got some of this information, uh, from an IGN article by Jesse Sheeting, Wikipedia, please donate $5 to Wikipedia, by the way, uh, yeah. CBR and NPR. Uh, so um, Kevin Conright, Before you go any further,
0: I do need to let everyone know if you do hear weird banging and noises and strange things occurring (laughs) um, up
1: in the night, (laughs) that
0: yes, it could be Batman outside, but it's not. It's someone working on the porch. So uh, I did not know this was going to be happening today. So apologies in advance. It should be okay, but if you happen to hear anything, that's what's going on.
1: Just pretend it's Batman. Yeah. (laughs) Beating
0: up crooks.
1: so uh, kevin was born on november 30th 1955 in westbury new york uh, Ke- he moved to new york city in 1973 when he earned a full scholarship to attend the juilliard school of drama division studying under actor john houseman while there he roomed with robin williams who was in the same group as both conroy and kelsey grammar So, apparently, he also (laughs) hung out with Frasier a bunch. It's cool. So,
0: Popeye, Batman, and the Beast, three superheroes.
1: Pretty crazy, right? (laughs) Uh, He graduated from the Juilliard Drama Program and began his acting career in earnest after moving to California in 1980. So, I guess he did a lot of theater, a lot of Shakespeare um, before that as well in New York. Um, it does make
0: a lot of sense
1: it does make a lot of sense he has that nice booming Shakespearean voice too yeah um before launching into voice acting he made his mark as a stage film and television performer um finding Batman which debuted oh sorry let me that's going into it before uh let me skip around here uh so uh, Bruce Tim actually said like when he did his first voice acting um audition he didn't know anything about Batman really. He didn't even know that uh, Bruce Wayne's parents had been killed. Um wow. yeah. <laughs> he just he only uh reference he had was the 66 uh Batman series by Adam West. And so yeah, like he had asked Bruce Tim, he's like, So should should this be like the Adam West uh Batman? And Bruce Tim was like, No, <laughs> like not at all. That's not what we're going for. <laughs> and
0: sure. Then, I mean uh,
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> in
0: many ways, I mean, this show is what kind of broke that perception of Batman in people's heads, right? Because mm-hmm. even Tim Burton, though, it's much darker. he's He didn't read comics and he had watched Batman 66 and it is in there. And also Tim Burton is way more Batman 66 than than anything, right?
1: Right. Um, well, it kind of took, the I mean, animated series took a lot from Tim sure. Burton, he definitely it took the well took the music first of all the theme song, yeah, yeah. um, and it took the way he designed Gotham and that, yeah. you know, it doesn't have it has that like time or like we don't know what time period it is, right? Yeah, it, it seems
0: like-, like there's cell phones but black and white TVs and people right. still mostly listen to the radio.
1: Exactly, so it's
0: lost in time, which I think, mm-hmm. I mean, really aids Batman like. The fact that he has a big, giant black and white computer. It's like a supercomputer, but it's black and white. Like,
1: Yeah, or like when know. they're driving around in Bruce Wayne's car, which looks like it's from the 40s.
0: Yeah, it has suicide um, doors.
1: Yeah, it has suicide doors, and then but it has a TV in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, he's on, and he's on a phone talking to Alfred most of the time, and you're like, "What? where am I? But it gives you that fantastical feeling yeah. where you never know where you are. Um, so it's just like, yeah, it's like lost in time.
0: Art deco, um,
1: yeah, art deco, and it, yeah, so it feels that way in Tim Burton's eighty nine Batman, and in Batman uh, Returns as well. Sure. Um, so yeah, the animated series feels that way too. Um, so yeah, I was only
0: getting at that it, it 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 feels more serious than even those live action movies were, right. which I recently watched them and they're great, but it's like this this show has like a gravity and takes the character serious in a way that. I don't think had been done period in media, yeah. Up until this show, I mean, except mm-hmm. for maybe some comics, and even that, you know, <laughs> we can debate how well, how serious a lot of these guys take the character.
1: Right. So in in nineteen ninety two, that's when the animated series came out, um, and then throughout the years, he brought uh, sixty or. Brought the hero to life across sixty different projects, including fifteen films, fifteen animated series, and almost four hundred episodes in almost a hundred hours of television. And then finally, he also starred in a live-action Bruce Wayne on *In the Arrowverse: Crisis on Infinite Earths*, across uh, the crossover event that took place from 2019 to 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. so Yeah. He finally- I mean, he-
0: Just I was just going to name some of the projects like, you know, he's he's Batman in the animated series, but then he shows up in the Superman animated series, Mm -hmm. Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, um, Batman Beyond. He's voicing older Bruce, who's basically young Batman's uh, Alfred plus Batman, you know, so um, the Arkham games, I believe there's three or three of them, I think. Massive yeah. games, and that was like re that introduced Batman to a n- whole nother generation again, you know. And they were getting it was nostalgic for you know people my age and us who had grown up, but it was also like kids who had never watched that stuff
2: mm-hmm. did
0: end up watching that stuff because of those games too. I think. Um, and then like you said, a million other things, right? Just so much.
1: And then most recently, he also finally got to use his knowledge of Batman and uh, finally wrote a comic um, and which we talked about before in another episode. Yeah. Um, If you wanted
0: to check that out um, we don't talk about it for very long, but we're covering the story and it was our favorite of that issue. Um, The episode of escapist comics podcast is called nature doesn't care. And it starts around 21 minutes and 30 seconds into the episode we we start talking about it and it's a uh, that story is an autobiographical story
1: right and it's called finding batman um yeah so and it yeah it just talks about his personal struggles um that shaped him on his road to becoming batman um yeah. and being a, a gay man as well um in hollywood and at the height of the 80s uh, aids crisis
0: yeah um, and yeah. how that really Helped him find the voice.
1: Yeah, yeah, and both of his parents had also died as well, um, wow. and so he had a lot of crossover to the world of Batman before he even knew it, really. So Conroy passed away on November 10th at the age of 66. Yeah, and it really hit all of, all of us really hard. Uh, I know I cried when I found out in the mo- you know in the morning. Uh, it was one of the first things I saw when I woke up. And it was just really shocking because uh, that series meant so much to me as a kid. Uh, I remember watching the first episode with my dad, and I was a huge Batman fan already. Uh, I, I remember going to the 89 Batman. Uh, my dad, my dad, I think, took me the first week it opened. Um, he bought me, like, the oh, Batman cereal that came out. Like, everything. I just wanted everything Batman, like, after that. And course. that series was so close to, you know the 89 Batman, just the theme song and everything. And then I was just like hooked instantly. And I, I had to watch it every week. I watched all of the episodes. Um, that, you know, that was Batman to me.
0: <laughs> um, it's, I mean, the show is incredibly important. For me personally, yeah, it was like, I, I was thinking about it and I never had really uh, put that together, but I didn't know who Batman was. I didn't know who any superheroes were because the show debuted like two weeks before I turned three years old <laughs> right. and I was looking back and it's like I don't think I had seen x-men yet um maybe I had watched ninja turtles so mm-hmm. that's it's possible they predate that um and Popeye who is I guess a superhero but like I'm looking mm-hmm. at it and it's like the this was my introduction to superheroes period like yeah the capes right um right. you know not mutated turtles or whatever. And it's like, it, it made me fall in love that I remember that excitement of like, I mean, I couldn't read or anything like that. And just when the, the intro would play uh, mm-hmm. I don't really remember even watching specific episodes or whatever. I was so young, but I remember seeing that intro multiple times, you know, knowing that it was Batman, I never paid attention. That never said it or anything like that, but it was just all like, every day or as often as I could watching that you know that's before I could even knew about schedules and stuff but it was just like I would always look for for Batman and it's like that guy is the voice in my head I read the comics this is who it is you know
1: yeah and that's what a lot of uh, people mentioned too throughout the many articles that I read is whenever you're reading a comic you, you just hear his voice it's just the natural voice at this point yeah yeah um so there's a lot of uh a lot of episodes to go through um we just picked a few or four five i, I stuck snuck in an extra one because i just had to <laughs> um, but sure. i think we're gonna start with uh, beware the gray ghost and yeah. this is written by dennis o'flaherty and tom ruger and directed by boyd Kirkland
0: and uh they're all, all on hbo max mm-hmm. for anybody i mean the entire dc animated universe is there so watch justice league batman beyond all that stuff yeah all the movies are on there yeah most yeah of them
1: are yeah reason
0: enough to get hbo max in and of itself oh yeah access to that whole universe of amazing Bruce T- the Timverse whatever you want to call it
1: the Deanie <laughs> the Deanie Tim the Deanie yeah. Bruce <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Um. so this starts off with uh, Simon Trent as the great ghost and the mad bomber so young Bruce Wayne is watching his favorite hero the great ghost on a black and white TV as we yeah. talked about earlier he's
0: yeah. watching a, a TV show though you can tell that the creators meant it to be like a movie serial
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like the old Batman or Superman TV uh, serial that was on back in like the 40s.
0: Yeah, Um, or Zorro, which the real Batman, the kids who made Batman (laughs) would have been watching.
1: Right. Yeah, really, it reminds me of like the Superman, the George Reeves Superman or something like that. Yeah. Um, Or like the Shadow, I guess more so than Superman, because it's very, it's like a pulp comic basically, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I talk about here how again we talk about that time period. You don't have no idea where where they are, what time period it is. But yeah, it looks like they're using like old film reels. So yeah, this episode is the Mad Bomber. There's like a note: pay up or pay the consequences. One million in cash, or the Gotham Bank is next. The Mad Bomber. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So yeah, there's a we go back to present day after Bruce has been watching this and they find that same note uh, and there's a big bomb explosion. Commissioner Gordon is there with Batman. They find the same note. Uh, Bruce hasn't, or Batman hasn't quite connected this yet until he goes home and he goes to bed and he starts having like a, a nightmare and he wakes up in sweats and he's like, oh, the gray ghost. And it's that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice um, yeah. cut back and forth between the modern day Mm -hmm. and how they animate it and stuff it's it's mirroring each other you know yeah Uh, it's pretty cool sort of thing you know you watch because bruce is also watching the gray ghost with his dad yeah and you get to hear uh conroy doing the voice of thomas wayne which he'll do in at least one other episode that we're watching today but i mean he would regularly do that voice and it's like Okay, finish the gray ghost, and then it's time for bed, Bruce.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and oh, old... and Bruce is, like, even wearing, like, the little gray ghost hat, and he has a little gray ghost action figure, and you can tell he's, like, totally, like, in love with this, this superhero that he's looked up to. So, yeah, so he so he has this dream, and he realizes that the bomber has a connection to this old TV show, right? Um, So he goes to Alfred and they're trying to like figure out if they can get like some videos of the Grey Ghost TV show. Unfortunately, they've all been destroyed Um, or there's no there's no VHS copies. And they go to um, a guy who has an archive of supposedly every like film reel ever made. Uh, but not of the gray ghost, because they were all burned down in a fire.
0: Yeah, everything but that one, bub. Like... <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> um. So then we finally uh, meet uh, Mr. Trent. Uh, he's the actor that portrayed the gray ghost,
0: voiced um, by Adam West.
1: Yep. And there's a lot of great voices, as we all know, in this animated series. Um, oh, totally. But, yeah. This
0: one, I mean, we at least I wanted to do this one because it is the connection point through the generations, you know, Um, Batman would have been off the air for over 20 years by the time this show started. Right. You know, so it was, and things were not as easily immediately accessible as they are now, you know, a show that's 30 years ago, go watch twin peaks. It's there, but it's like back in the day, you aren't finding that unless it's on a rerun or something.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. I, there might've been some VHS tapes of 66, but like, yeah, I mean, you weren't really getting, getting those at this point. They're usually, yeah. you know, VHS tapes. Once they went away, it would be like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Um, or you could find like one and it'd be, yeah. I mean, in the nineties too, like there was no eBay, you know, yeah. of course. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so this- kids, if you're listening, you couldn't just go online and buy a VHS tape. You'd have to go track that down or like you could go to a, like a con or something. And it'd be like a, you know, a copied tape. Uh, and it was for sure. And it would cost like $50, <laughs> maybe may sometimes even a hundred dollars to get that tape. And it was maybe so with expensive. commercials. Oh uh, yeah. And there was probably commercials on it.
0: <laughs> so even though this episode of Batman, the animated series is now, older than Batman 66 was when this episode came out it's much easier for us to get a hold of this and for the people at the time if you had grown up on Batman I'm sure there were a good amount of people who hadn't consumed any Batman material since maybe they saw the movie and -hmm. then this cartoon comes out and they watch it with their kid or whatever and it's like hey that was my Batman
1: yeah exactly and that's another great thing about the animated series too is it wasn't dumbed down you know so like when i was watching it with my dad like he was so excited to watch it too because it was a show you could watch with your kids and you didn't feel bad about it you weren't like oh i'm so annoyed by this cartoon because it was so smart and uh, yeah adults loved it too um so yeah so trent is you know down on his luck he can't get roles anymore he's talking to his agent on the phone and uh the agent's just like ah sorry guy like you know everyone just thinks of you as the great ghost you didn't get the role and he's just you know just beside himself um he's been curses the great ghost yeah oh great ghost i curse you
0: (laughs) i I can't help but think maybe there's some realism with adam west there who, oh yeah really didn't have much of a career
1: no after after batman
0: Batman. i mean iconic as batman and But, and it's a Shatner as well. You know, these characters, it's not so much, I don't think like that, but I mean, Luke Skywalker, speaking of the show, you know, it's like, you never saw him again. He's just, hey, he was in the
1: Giver. Watch it. (laughs) Sure.
0: (laughs) But like these guys, they, you know, they're legends. They're legendary figures and characters. And then they, because they have so much association with it, they weren't able to get jobs. So yeah. I feel like that's a lot of like Adam West is like, I can relate to that.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it wasn't until after this too, that yeah. Adam West started getting more roles in like robot chicken and stuff like that. Like he was getting a lot more voice roles later, you know, because of stuff like this.
0: And because finally the people who grew up with that stuff were in charge of stuff and can bring you in. Yeah. Like like he's the mayor on family guy. And it's like, yeah. Obviously, that's what Seth MacFarlane was watching.
1: Right. And yeah. Seth Green is actually, as well, in a late episode we're going to talk yeah. about, <laughs> too. And so it all comes back around. It's all the animated series family. <laughs> so he ends up, Trent ends up selling a lot of his Grey Ghost props, including his original costume to a toy store called Gester Toys that, you know, buys all of his, all of his stuff. But the kid... He looks like a kid, basically, uh, tells him that he can't pay much for them since there's not much of a market for Grey Ghost, you know, props and yeah. toys anymore. But he'll take, you know, whatever he can get. He's got to pay the rent, right? Poor guy. Yeah. So Trent goes back home to his now empty house. or should be empty house.
0: For the most part.
1: For the most part. Yeah, he's just he's throws you know whatever's left at his poster of the gray ghost that's all he has and he's just crying he's so sad meanwhile batman and commissioner gordon are still trying to figure out who this mad bomber is he's bombed another place
0: Yeah, he's Um, gonna blow up the or he blew up the gotham bank or the
1: gotham bank yeah alfred and batman have figured out who trent is or who the gray ghost is they're like oh he lives in gotham sweet
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> let's go let's need... go track him down
0: <laughs> and bruce remembers the episode the mad bomber so he's really yeah. looking for that episode yes in particular um mm-hmm. so and... they go to trent's yes
1: yeah, so they go to trent's trent doesn't want to help him like he's just like has no interest in in helping him at all um
0: he goes he... as batman
1: <laughs> yeah he goes as batman not as bruce wayne <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's be clear on that <laughs> yeah he surprises Uh, him
0: in his apartment
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh and yeah basically shuts the door in his face but uh that night
0: well it doesn't he give him the he does have he opens up his closet and reveals that he has oh that's later that's later yeah
1: yeah so first uh Trent is out and uh, all of his stuff reappears in his house all of the props all of his costumes everything is back yeah, 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 and um, tells he gets a note that says meet him at midnight or meet you know a, a friend. Trent's really happy that he got all his stuff back, so he goes and meets someone at midnight, uh, and it turns out it's Batman.
0: <laughs> what is a, what is a someone?
1: <laughs> yeah, what is someone? And again, tries to convince him like, please, you know, you have to help us. We got we. I need to know who the mad bomber is. Do you Do you have any idea? And then they hear like a whirring noise and you can see Trent's eyes light up, like he knows what it is, but he still doesn't want to help Batman. He just kind of like runs around the corner. And then uh that's when the art museum blows up. Yeah. So he Batman lets him run away. And he knows exactly where he's going, he's going home. And that's when he pops back up in his apartment okay. again. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And, and he's like, "Please, presses him. Yeah. I need um, help with this." And then right. he opens the closet, reveals that he has every episode, yeah, like pers- individually labeled, and then grabs g- gives him the not the, not the v- videos, he has the original film canisters.
2: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: so okay. which further implies that they wanted this to be movie serials, right. but yeah, little kids, <laughs> wait, it, you, you, how do you explain that?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean
0: probably would have had a hard time explaining that to most adults in the 90s they also didn't grow up with that
1: right exactly um,
0: but yeah it gives him the film canister and is like just go get out yeah. of here yeah. I'm not the great ghost and Bruce yeah. is like I see that now
1: yeah and he's very sad like he's like a tear coming down Batman's <laughs> face like- yeah i based my entire career around you Whoa, oh, yes which yeah. will
0: we will find out much later oh yeah or, or towards the end of the episode how much is based on
1: oh the yeah ghost. the gray ghost <laughs> where were we? so yeah so he leaves and then bruce and alfred have a little movie night together yeah. son you know some Alfred, makes some pop- yeah, Alfred makes some popcorn uh, yeah. he sets up the reel they have like a nice little screening you know because of course Bruce Wayne has a movie room in his house the he's got little it
0: little all whatever theater. he needs yeah you never I mean he I'm sure he's uh, had to look at old film reels 17 times in of his course. career as Batman Yeah. but uh, he for for there being bomb threats around the city uh, Bruce is joyous He's his really, the look on his face
1: yeah he's just so like <laughs> elated and excited he's like oh finally i just get to relax and watch a movie like
0: <laughs> yeah, he's grinning eating popcorn yeah. watching his favorite childhood show
1: yeah <laughs> so they immediately figure out that it's these little toy cars um you yeah. hear the whirring noise and then that little toy car comes around a corner in the movie and that's the mad bombers way of blowing up things
0: yeah, yeah you can drive a remote control card right ex- with bombs inside of it wherever
1: yeah exactly.
0: that's the sound it's
1: the sound right <laughs> uh and i don't know why Ghost couldn't just hold him that but
0: <laughs> he was scared i guess, I don't guess know. he was scared. sure <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what that'll have to do with him getting a new acting gig but yeah he should have been like you know help me get a gig and then i'll right. tell you whatever
1: yeah, and Bruce Wayne definitely could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> he has a lot of money and power, you think. Yeah. So so Gordon and Batman hook up again, and Batman tells him that it's these toy cars, and uh it's the library. Gotham Library is going to be hit next. And so they immediately start seeing these little cars everywhere. Some of them are decoys. Some of them are bombs. They're, like, shooting these cars. They're blowing up everywhere.
0: Yeah, they try to blow up Batman in an alley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He narrowly escapes.
1: He narrowly escapes, and Gray Ghost appears and saves Batman. Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) So they begin working together, but then Batman gets some information back about the toy cars, and it turns out they're the original props, and only Gray Ghost's fingerprints are on them. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
0: And Batman, so Batman turns on him. Yeah, immediately. immediately. it's him and he's like i had nothing to do with this yeah
1: Yeah, and batman totally like blames gray Ghost. It's like you had so much faith in him and now i guess it's broken real quick the real quick turnaround
0: but then Um, they they flip it back real quick yeah they flip it back
1: trent says that he sold in all of his memorabilia months ago which we've already figured out and then he says like oh it can't be him oh yes the toy collector so it's they go back to yester toys um and it's that little scheming kid, man, boy, child, whatever, man, yeah, child. I, mean, I guess is
0: the toy collector like an established villain, or is that just them like kind of giving a villain name to this this no, guy? Because it it makes now, it sound like he's a super villain, right? The toy yeah, collector. The toy collector.
1: Now it, this is definitely a new villain for the animated series. Because yeah, some of them are real villains, and some of them are just made up in animated land.
0: Like Harley sure. Quinn.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I think of the collector in The Simpsons. When... Yeah, oh yeah, or the
1: collector <laughs> in uh, the Marvel universe.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the same thing. I'm gonna keep you behind plastic or whatever. But, uh... right. But yeah, it was him. He's crazy.
1: He is crazy. All right, so the kid has totally lost his mind. He's drunk with power, and he yeah. starts beating a Batman with all of his many toys. Uh, it just turns out he's like a big nerdy incel with lots of big, <laughs> big dreams yeah. of extortion, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So him and Grey Ghost just. They just beat him up, basically, and then and arrest him. Not yeah. Not not much of a fight.
0: <laughs> it's a big old nerd episode. Grey Ghost is the only one who's not a nerd.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but even,
0: wait, he's a nerd for his own character, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to be, though. He wants to. No. He has big dreams, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, Shatner didn't want to just be uh, Kirk, I'm sure.
1: Probably not. Wanted he's also not there. the best actor, though.
0: <laughs> I've always said... That the greatest missed opportunity was that Adam West and William Shatner weren't like brothers or whatever, like <laughs> Cause, literally cause any
1: low talking, <laughs> any
0: project where. What do you think we should do? And yeah. just like I don't know,
1: like, <laughs> that would have been be, great. Yeah, they they still have a. Ch- oh no, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> no. They, they don't have a chance anymore.
0: Adam West should have gone. He should have showed up on a third look, third season of Star Trek. Not great. Like, Adam West should have beamed up at some point. How did we get here, Robin? (laughs) It would have been terrible, but it would have
1: been real bad. Like, can either of you talk a little faster? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So, yeah, they defeat him and then Bruce and the great ghost well where bruce helps the gray ghost get back on track with his career he yeah. has like a signing for him they release all the great ghost videos finally yeah that's a it's a really nice little happy ending
0: <laughs> yeah all 100 episodes on uh 50 vhs tapes
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he'll
0: it makes it seem like he's getting some money for yeah. it all um and then, uh, yeah, at some point they were, they get into the the Batcave, right? And the uh-huh. Gray Ghost is like, it's an exact replica right. of the Gray Ghost, <laughs> and then he's like, secret lair. yeah. <laughs> and so we find out that the entire Batcave is just like a total nerd's like recreation of that, and he's and every almost everything he's done is modeled after the gray ghost which i just i just love that like little thing where it's like no one's ever called it because no one watched the gray ghost right the dork who was watching it it's like superman's been there but he never watched it so
2: no yeah
0: selena doesn't know (laughs)
1: no it's funny too because like you're you know we're always told that uh he had this dream or like, you know, he gets and he sees like the, the bats and the cave and all of that. But then then we're led to find out, oh, no, it's actually because of the Grey Ghost. Wait a minute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's maybe both, you know, how things yeah, work. Right? Yeah. It's mixing. But uh, yeah, I just liked that little detail.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that's the that's the Grey Ghost. So that was our, our first episode.
0: Yeah. Beware the Grey Ghost. Beware
1: the Grey Ghost.
0: Um. Yeah. And it's just a great episode they're all on hbo once again watch mm-hmm.
1: them so i am the knight written by michael reeves directed again by bob kirkland he directs out a lot of episodes so batman is real tired in this episode
0: <laughs> yeah this is a crisis of faith yeah episode
1: though uh, batman,
0: no yes. right? batman no if, more right if you yeah. will Where's mm-hmm. the iconic garbage can? Right. <laughs> that garbage can should get its own comic for the number of superhero suits that got thrown in it. Oh, yeah. That's like the greatest supervillain ever.
1: The, the garbage can? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically the war on Gotham has continued. Uh, Batman opens the pages of the Gotham Times, which is also just its own character, by the way, <laughs> in this show. Just the Gotham yeah. Times. The amount of times he just opens the Gotham Times um so yeah he sees the headlines of the penguin conviction has been overturned and he's just like oh god (laughs) it's
0: like yeah it never ends (laughs) i just stuck that guy away
1: right um so we like cut to gordon and harvey bullock um wait harvey yeah bullock doing uh doing some kind of sting they're yeah they're just waiting for some criminals uh And then there's also a wind. There's a lot of cutscenes in the beginning of this episode. Then there's also a cutscene to a window with all sorts of like bat merchandise everywhere. And then there's another cutscene to like a kid. This is the kid that we mentioned a little bit ago, played by Seth Green. Um, And he's getting roughed up by some uh, henchmen.
0: But he doesn't like Batman.
1: No, but he does not like Batman. So yeah, that's important. (laughs) And then. We go back to Batman and him and Dr. Leslie, his uh doctor confidant
0: yeah.
1: um are leaving some roses in the alley where Bruce's parents were shot
0: yeah he it's um
1: famous crime alley
0: yes mm-hmm. he he says like every year I come here, I wonder if this should be the last time, when should it end, you know, and he's really like expressing his doubts with batman at all right and then uh in insane wisdom that's packed into like a kid's show she's like uh santayana said those who forget the past are condemned to repeat it you know Mm -hmm. implying like he shouldn't abandon what happened because these Mm -hmm. things could still happen and uh you know bruce has read his site Santayana yeah. <laughs> he quickly he's got the the parry for that one immediately and he's like he also said a fanatic is someone who redoubles his efforts while losing sight of his goal. Um, right. Which just in that like you know a few seconds the it I absolutely went over my head as a kid that positions the whole struggle of Batman himself, you know.
1: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Because
0: he's aware do I bring these people here is my madness infectious does is that why villains are showing up am i a magnet right he he's aware of this but he's also aware that if he's not there who's gonna stop these people so Mm -hmm. he's constantly torn by this um this is just an episode that chooses to focus on that
2: yeah
1: yeah uh then so the sting that they have set up is for this gangster called the jazz man um (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> who's really scary he's, he's scary. surprisingly he, freaky
1: he's very yeah. effective uh yeah. and yeah supposedly batman has given bullock and commissioner gordon all this like and you know background information about this sting and uh but you know he's taken this uh stop at crime alley first because this is the day he always does that but he's uh taken a little bit longer because this kid is getting roughed up in this alley um so he hasn't made it to the to the sting yet yeah um the things aren't going so well at the sting uh turns out man knows the police are coming he's been tipped off uh so everyone's getting kind of shot up over there there's a helicopter that crashes like a bunch of things are going real bad for them and bullock says this must have been a setup Uh, and bullock's always pissed off at batman like even though he helps him all the time has saved his life multiple times (laughs) Well, sure. He's just always pissed off at Batman.
0: <laughs> He's a J Jonah Jameson type,
1: right? <laughs>
0: but I mean, he is—he does have a little bit here because I guess the plan was that Batman was supposed to be there, right? He but wasn't. he got stopped up real quick. On, yeah. But he was taking his little stroll that for his parents, right? Right. Yeah. Um, which of course Bruce is going to blame himself for yeah. the events that happened, but. Harvey does have one on him here, where yeah. he's like, "You were supposed to be there, and it was a setup. You, mm-hmm. if you had been there, we would have known."
1: Right. Um. Yeah, because that, of course, I mean, this kid is getting roughed up in the alley, and yeah, yeah and he's gonna stop these guys. I mean, they're gonna—they say they're like gonna cut out his tongue or something like that, like something real bad.
0: Yeah. Well, we know it was. Yeah. He was doing the right thing, but.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Batman finally makes it over to the jazz man uh shakedown shake up whatever he's like throwing uh his gas his tear gas bombs and he like you know breaks everything up and uh you know the jazz man jumps out a window and he's driving his truck down the alley and batman swings in and saves the day basically right but just before that jazz man shot commissioner gordon Mm-hmm. um and you just see batman's face like drop and he has you know the famous like you know batman always has those little like triangular eyes in the in the show. opposite
0: triangles and it's
1: opposite he's just like just so distraught because commissioner gordon is basically like his father
0: mm-hmm. it's um, my fault it's my
1: um, fault no
0: he screams at the sky on his knees mm-hmm. the most classic
2: yeah <laughs> uh depiction
0: of agony and sadness that cinema has ever come up with right <laughs> so we get one of those no
1: so uh he's the uh, taken to the hospital of course uh barbara gordon is there and tells batman not to blame himself says if he hadn't stopped the stopped it the crime in crime alley uh it never would have happened Ooh.
0: Yeah, I love uh, Batman being consoled in Batsuit.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's all right. Batman just patting him on his cape. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So there, there, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we don't um, want
0: sad Batman.
1: Yeah. But uh, Bullock shows up and he's like, you know, disagrees, of course. He's like, if you hadn't stopped, <laughs> this yeah. would, he wouldn't have been shot. And he's just like, no. Uh, so Batman is obviously pissed off meanwhile back at Stonegate prison uh jazz man is concocting a plan to get rid of gordon permanently so
0: we're gonna get this guy out of here
1: We gotta get him um then back at bat cave dick grayson shows up first time we've seen dick grayson in a bit and he's he's a little bit older now mm-hmm. um so he, he start that i like how they age they age robin through this because eventually he will become nightwing in this Uh, yeah later on
0: and he's not always there which is both the advantage of you don't always have batman and robin episodes which is everyone's happy about that but also (laughs) it is implying that he's allowed to have a real life a little bit yeah right because he does go to what university or call it maybe it starts in high school yeah and then goes to university they definitely age him up he's not 12 no he's not i don't think he ever was 12 in this Shows he,
2: look, he looks
1: pretty young in the beginning i think but yeah i don't remember how old he is but yeah he does look young in the beginning yeah um but yeah so he shows up and tries to talk batman off the ledge uh he doesn't it doesn't go so well though um batman just won't stop blaming himself that like everything has been going wrong in gotham and it's all his fault um like he chose this life and he chose the night he says
0: yeah.
2: Um he said we picked I...
0: the, we picked these episodes because Kevin Conroy apparently really liked the anguish. Oh yeah. He liked Absolutely. getting into the anguish. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: so yeah, he goes through this speech. He says, I chose this life. Uh, I used the night. I became the night. Sooner or later, I'll go down. It might be the Joker or Toothface or just some punk who gets lucky. My decision, no regrets but I can't let anyone else pay for my mistakes. Yeah. It's a good speech. Solid. It's good. It's yeah. good.
0: Uh, he's got the burden on him as always. That's why he does this. Um, is that when he's talking about how much Gordon means to him too, to uh, Robin, or is that later with Alfred?
1: I think that's later with Alfred. Yeah. This is just when he's super mad about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz man escapes Stonegate prison. Uh, dick says he's gonna go after him but bruce tells him it's his fight jasmine goes it's immediately goes to the hospital after he's escaped this like watery you know ocean <laughs> like kind of like alcatraz in a way i was like yeah. damn jasmine is solid uh and he knocks out a window washer and uses the window lift to get to gordon's room but of course batman is there to stop him uh, Barbara Gordon is there as well. She's like lying over her dad. Uh, Gordon wakes up just in time since Batman like throws his batarang into the gun of yeah. Jazzman. It blows up in his face. And they obviously stop the Jazzman from shooting Gordon again.
0: The dreaded Jazzman.
1: The dreaded <laughs> Jazzman, man. <laughs> He's tough. So yeah, Gordon wakes up. They tell, they ask, how did the bus go? Did the bus go okay?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it
1: yeah. went great, Gordon. Everything's a okay. <laughs> he
0: didn't remember any of that stuff. No. Yeah.
1: And then they have this like really heartfelt moment. And uh Gordon tells Batman that maybe if he was younger, uh he could be like him, a hero. Oh, Batman yeah. tells him he is the hero. It's very yeah. it's very nice.
0: It's very sweet. I mean, yeah, yeah, this is about how much Gordon means to him. Um, yeah. In the episode, he he says he's more than a friend uh, and that he's the same age that his father would have been. Right. So implying, right, that they're of the same age. Maybe there's even a backstory there, right? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but just like laying it on, like that's the father figure. Yeah. You know, the Absolutely. exact same age. uh hmm which is is cool. I ha- I had never thought about that. You know their relationship, Thomas Wayne and and uh, Gordon. Gordon. But yeah, of course they could have. Yeah. Had a relationship.
1: Yeah. Batman's feeling a lot better after that, you know, and uh, he leaves and sees that same kid that he saved earlier at the bus stop, um, and he thinks he's uh, grifting again and stealing somebody's suitcase at the bus stop. Uh, But it turns out the kid is just leaving Gotham for good and going back home. And that's, that's his suitcase. (laughs) Damn it, Batman. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So he gives us like nice little speech about, to Batman, um, about how Batman basically saved his life and, you know, taught him, taught him a meaningful lesson. And now he's going to go back home and live his life.
0: (laughs) And he went from a non-believer who scoffs at Batman to a believer.
1: Yeah. So Batman's faith is restored and all
2: is good. Yeah. Yay.
0: (laughs) Great episode. Mm -hmm. Um, At some point you also get uh, Kevin Conroy delivering the uh, famous Nietzsche uh, when one gazes into the abyss the gate the abyss gazes back into you and then he throws the mask into yeah, a, yeah. into a chasm
1: that's right <laughs>
0: it just i'm just like wow this is a what an episode the quoting uh philosophers oh, yeah. multiple philosophers multiple we got... yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty uh heavy subject matter for uh for six-year-olds oh but, yeah uh, i approve
1: yeah absolutely and yeah that's what i that's what i mean like the parents can watch this and be like damn you know yeah.
0: i got and, something to go think about
1: yeah yeah. yeah again not dumbing down anything in these shows all right so let's yeah. uh, move along here so the next episode we're gonna do is double talk so this is definitely more we we tried to stay away a little bit from the villains episodes but i don't know somehow we ended up on this one i'm yeah, but it, this really just shows uh, Batman's compassion. I think more than anything.
0: Yeah, he once someone's apprehended by the law.
2: Right.
0: He does not give up on that person. Exactly. He has now taken a invested. You know, it's not just Harvey Dent, right? Right. Or or whatever. It, or he Green. has taken an invested yeah. interest in these people that he apprehends. That I mean, it's probably not the psycho murderer guys. Uh-huh. But like the, the guys Joker. that 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 have a tragic story, you know, right. uh-huh. that didn't maybe necessarily have to be villains. Victor yeah. Freeze, Harvey, right? Of course, yeah. And Arnold, the ventriloquist.
1: Yeah, Arnold Wesker. He's the ventriloquist. Um, he's been in Arkham for a while now, uh, and he's having a vivid nightmare, uh, basically about his his old buddy Scarface, his puppet. <laughs> yeah um and who's the puppet and who's who the puppet the master mm-hmm. he and he wakes up in you know, a frantic and then he checks next to his bedside and you see his release papers. so he's going to be released from arkham um the next he's talking to a psychiatrist he's worried about his release you know what if scarface comes back and guys or the psychiatrist kind of like calms him down she's telling him he's cured like don't worry like everything's going to be okay but yeah. he looks very nervous, and I, you know, I love the way they they show Arnold. Like he almost reminds me of like a Charlie Brown character. Like
0: yeah, yeah, he's, he's not drawn as the rest of the cast. Um, no, he doesn't have pupils. Well, he only has pupils. He only no, has pupils. no eyes.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, just you know, pure cartooning.
2: Yeah,
0: and I think that works especially well for that character because like. Especially when it's him with Scarface, he's really like a non entity almost. Yeah. So he is always, always drawn with like a blankness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like he's just this little ghost guy or something. Yeah. Uh, he also
1: kind of reminds me of Mole Man from The Simpsons for some reason. I don't know. He's just yeah. like, you know, he's just so quaint and like, and little. And yeah, he just looks yeah, so meek. small compared to everybody. Yeah.
0: yeah. Which yeah. I mean, I, just the idea of giving that guy a focus episode is deeply interesting. You know, I don't know how, if this had been done in the comics before, but like to take yeah. that that duo and then just separate them and have it be like a crisis and stuff is ingenious.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. So he's going to Arnold is getting a second chance. Um, and Bruce Wayne has taken an interest in this obviously uh so he gives him bruce wayne gives him an apartment and even a new mailroom job at wayne enterprises
0: and it's Um, it's it's the wayne it's it's not halfway home but maybe maybe it it did say that basically implying that wayne has these right and this probably isn't the only one Mm -mm. so he has these through gotham um which is both a way to help the people of the city right but also if he knows where these dudes are posted up it's easier for him to keep tabs on them you know
1: exactly yeah (laughs) and he
0: is he's outside the window
1: he's literally outside of the window watching him
0: yeah a little
1: creepy but you know just in case (laughs) I mean he did murder people
0: yes (laughs) no 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 it's uh, very definitely should be kept uh, an eye on
2: yeah Um, but yeah
0: Arnold (laughs) is like there's it's like a guardian angels looking out for me and then we pull out of the window and then batman just like
1: yeah <laughs> he's like cool he's all right right now yeah so he's uh working in the mail room he's uh bruce wayne asks him how he's doing you know he's like oh mr wayne like thank, thank you for this opportunity and you know everything seems all right um but then after you know a nice hard day work he's uh strolling down the street just like you know just whistling and <laughs> having looks like he's having a good day and his old henchman, Scarface's old henchman, I should say, uh, kinda just push around the corner and start asking him a whole lot of questions, like, hey, when is the old Scarface coming back? You know? Yeah.
0: When's the yeah. when's the boss? When are you and the boss uses and the he's, boss gonna Yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of happy yeah. attack. And he's just like, Oh no, leave me alone. Like, you know, he just wants he just wants to go home. Like Yeah very it's really sad actually it's, it is sad really? but also
0: he didn't learn anything you no. just gonna be like the boss has a plan right. and you two numb skulls don't know nothing They're so right. keep it zipped and then just run the fuck away
1: right <laughs> <laughs> but luckily batman is watching out for him still yeah like it's kind of, one thing i must say though like is that all batman's doing that week
0: i don't <laughs> know probably <laughs> probably He's i mean like,
1: agenda this week just arnold (laughs) we
0: don't see it but he has a tracker on him
1: yeah true (laughs) probably yeah that's a lot of i mean that's i'm sure there's a lot of other crime going on in gotham that week right
0: there's gotta be he's hopping around yeah gordon got <laughs> shot actually again during this episode because he was watching arnold but you know batman yeah. already did that so yeah
1: and then he's gonna go into a shame spiral all over again and <laughs> yeah <laughs> this happens actually every week we just don't know about it
0: because he can't be everywhere <laughs> yeah God
1: damn it, batman. that's why he has to have all those child soldiers
0: <laughs> exactly. ah, now we know <laughs> now we know
1: all right so Oh, we should also say too, this is actually season three, by
2: the way. Yeah, that Um, is
0: it's the adventures of Batman and Robin by now, right? Yeah. Which even as a kid, I was like, I don't understand this. (laughs) I was like, this is the same show.
1: Yeah. Like what do you guys think? This might be the new actually, you know what? I think this is the new adventures of Batman.
0: Okay. And then it becomes the new adventures of Batman
1: and Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: They like rebranded it, but it really was just the same show. It was
1: the same show. Yeah. They did
0: change the art style, I remember. Yes. In this like one,
1: the, the art style changes.
0: The Joker's eyes become like black with white pupils, which was always frightening, more yeah, frightening. Yeah.
1: It was a little more scary. And like, yeah, Batgirl's costume changes a little bit. So does Catwoman's, too. Oh, yeah. Catwoman's is in the new era, the Batman and Robin, where they changed her to the black costume, which I did not like.
0: Oh, yeah. It was great. So- and yeah, it was. Batgirl girl even in the old show or yes. is she not until new
1: no she's characters. in the she's in the first season there's a oh, really okay. good actually double episode of
0: that
1: okay but anywho okay so uh where were we so yeah he's the batman comes in and saves them um he runs home um and that's when he starts hearing uh scarface's voice again mm-hmm. um so not good and sounds like he's losing control um so yeah then the next day he starts delivering the mail again and then you start seeing letters from scarface calling him dummy and then he gets another letter and says to answer his phone at midnight from scarface and he's like you know he starts really losing it
0: yeah he's being haunted by a ventriloquist dummy i know which is maybe an homage to like that twilight zone episode or something
1: sure i was thinking about that which yeah. is one of my scariest movies of all time
0: or the goosebumps right With yeah. i
1: just don't like ventriloquist dummies like at all <laughs>
0: like no they're unsettling yeah. they're always used for terror uh yeah. my dad had St-
1: one called edison oh. and oh no like, yeah he still has it too and i hate i hate it so much oh, they're creepy dies in a fire sorry dad <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were in uh what toy story 4 too when Oof. and they're like she has, it's like a baby doll character uh-huh. who's like supposed to be like a gangster. Yeah. And those are her goons. they yeah. like silent goons. And they come up and they don't say anything. And they just like grab you. Uh, <laughs> Very good. It, Always used for, for creepiness in uh, media.
1: Yeah, because they're terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, when he gets home that night, uh, he's like shivering on his couch um, and he gets the call. At midnight and Scarface tells him uh, he can't get rid of him so easily and then he tells him to look outside and in the phone booth you see like the shadow of Scarface sitting in the phone booth and so he like freaks out and like runs outside and turns out Batman of course has been watching him this whole time
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah. and And he
0: saw something in the phone booth as well so it's not all in Arnold's head
1: exactly and he also can hear that phone call yeah. as well because he's tapped his phone and he's oh, like yeah. wait a minute like that wasn't in his head that was on the phone like that doesn't make any sense right yeah so that that dummy voice should be in his head because it's arnold it's yes. not not an outside entity. ideally so, yeah things are things are starting to seem a little bit weird so they go on this like big chase scene with arnold and and the dummy just yeah. chasing him which th- again doesn't make any sense because attacking him yeah and attacking him um yeah and again that, that doesn't make any sense because the dummy can't run because it's usually attached to him uh so batman is very confused uh that's Arnold is very scared uh and sure. that doesn't make sense uh so eventually uh the dummy quote
2: unquote
1: uh gets away um along with Arnold uh, Batman and Batgirl uh, team up this time and are trying to figure out what's going on with Scarface, and they figure out that there's been a voice box implanted in Arnold's house this whole time, yeah. and in his phone. Um, and so someone's been trying to make Arnold go crazy. Yeah. And it's work. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> sure.
0: He's he's uh, he's uh, on the edge of the precipice anyway. Um, exactly. He's trying. Yeah. And and this is so, I mean. They explore these subjects in all sorts of ones. Harvey's mm-hmm. trying to be good and it's his face is fixed and then his face gets hurt again and shatters mm-hmm. him, you know, like,
1: right. Yeah. Um,
0: th- I mean, mental illness is just like at the core of basically all of Batman's mythology, no,
1: villains, right? especially. all
0: villains. Yeah, sure. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. It's your fault.
0: Okay, buddy. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they always blame Batman. <laughs>
0: yeah, or or insert whoever they're blaming. Right.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, they they track down this guy, Hip McManus.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> who was Irish? Yes. A really bad Irish accent, though I must say. Like they have all these voice actors, and I'm like, who they where? They
2: find this guy. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, he's an Irish criminal. Um, he's a little person. Yeah. Um, and he's just coming home. He steals some milk from the neighbor
1: and a newspaper. Yeah. I just to hands. show,
0: just <laughs> to show he's a mildly like not a scumbag, just like not a great guy still. Yeah. Um, and he's then, yeah, a in his, yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in his apartment, uh, they jump him, uh, Batgirl and Batman, and they're like, we've been admiring your. Uh costumes or your outfits, or something yeah. like that, and he shows a scarface like sort of Halloween costume, sort
1: of yeah, thing. like a little suit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little scarface suit, uh so yeah, they they figure out that he's been impersonating scarface and they ask him like who who hired you, you know, and then eventually he gives it up that it was scarface's old lackeys,
0: yeah, the goons, uh,
1: the goons, yeah. And yeah, so they they figure they figure that out, but unfortunately, it's a little bit too late because Arnold has gone back into his madness, and the real Scarface has resurfaced.
0: Yeah, I don't know where they got that. Someone needs to lock that thing up. But yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) where'd they get that dummy? Well, I think the goons had it, right? Oh, okay. (laughs) The the ventriloquist and Scarface reunite and begin causing havoc immediately at Wayne Enterprises. Um, they capture Lucius Fox and make him open like that giant safe, whatever. Yeah, is, voice right? activated Vault, Vault. safe. Well, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I really had hope for him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, once he just becomes in sort of invisible again, once Scarface is there, Arnold really isn't there. Yeah. Um, even though it is him, but uh, right. yeah, you see call him how- the dummy. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's it's interesting how they're able to get this stuff across in like just strictly in the animation, you know, subtleties that it's like in some way, this guy probably feels weak all the time. But when Scarface is there, he's allowed to disappear because he's someone else, you know, and it's like, that's why he never says anything or does anything. I mean, in this episode, that's the difference. But
1: yeah, of course, Batman and Batgirl have figured this out and they make their way over to Wayne Enterprises as well so a big another big fight ensues there's always some big fight you know (laughs) but they immediately knock out the henchmen um and Scarface and uh uh, the ventriloquist run away and they get to like that little outside area where there's like you know big scaffoldings and a bridge and everything and Uh, they chase him down and then but then Scarface ends up turning on his own men because he's like you impersonated me no one impersonates Scarface
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, he doesn't like he's like you two you know nincompoops whatever using all that like classic gangster talk he's like I was lying low waiting for the heat to die down yeah, he's two's morons. You know? <laughs> like...
1: Yeah, he's real p- puppets have giant egos. That's what I got from this. Like,
0: <laughs> he does have a big head. I mean... Yeah, he
1: does have a big head. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he like brings his Tommy gun up and you know gonna shoot shoot them. Yeah. Hey you. Um, so then Batgirl swings in and saves the the henchmen. Then he's gonna shoot Batman right the
0: yeah scarface, scarface and arnold have yeah. the tommy gun pointed on on batman uh-huh. but then uh the the puppet is being kind of mean t- yeah. to arnold right and it's right. enough that arnold like throws him aside or no no no, he gets knocked aside and right. then he's yelling at him. he's like you shoot him you idiot blah 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 blah
1: right yeah talking talking to arnold in his head on the yes. floor, yeah, on the floor, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the ground, because Batman had used his battering to knock the puppet yeah.
0: down. but then um, uh, instead of shooting Batman, Arnold turns the Tommy gun on the puppet and annihilates him. And then he falls off a building and then gets sucked into a giant fan yeah. and turned into dust, like puppet dust, sawdust. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and my
0: brain went to like goosebumps again, and I was like, "Don't oh, yeah.
1: breathe it in, uh, right? They possess <laughs> <No>. you." <laughs> i thought that too yeah i was like oh no batman's gonna get possessed by Scarface."
0: which would be a good sequel episode to it this yeah. to episode where someone's like i collected yeah. sawdust and they like mix it in a drink and then they have a new puppet right <laughs> you thought you thought i was gone
1: yeah <laughs> but that does not happen. Instead uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Arnold gets a third chance at life. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cuz Batman is very compassionate and that's what that that's what we we're talking about in the beginning. And uh, he goes back to his little apartment with that lady who runs the the halfway house. Yeah. Um and he's yeah, he's going to he's going to start over it. again.
0: I appreciated that though there is a villainous little person in this yeah. episode, the lady who runs the halfway house is a little person yeah. and is as nice as can be. So yeah. not yeah, to really uh, nice. create negative stereotypes of right? <laughs> Irish little people criminals, yeah. <laughs> just the Irish, just negative. It's stereotypes. are the, the only
1: Irish, Irish little people <laughs> criminals in the world.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> that's very nice. <laughs> and also strange.
0: <laughs> it's Gotham city. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah, that's double talk for you.
0: Yeah. Mm. Not a huge Kevin-centric episode, but an no. amazing episode of the show in general. Oh, yeah. And you should watch every episode anyway, people. So why does yeah. it matter?
1: It doesn't matter, <laughs> really. So we're just going to quickly run through the last laugh. Sure. I had to pick one that Paul Dini directed and uh, Bruce Tim wrote.
0: Yeah. Um, because we had done our whole list and we didn't have one with either of them
1: no (laughs) and i was like wait a minute hold on here they did stuff yeah and also because this is based on the marshall rogers um joker fish uh comic which is one of my favorite comics of all time um detective comics so and yeah it's just it's an amazing episode it's called the laugh laugh And it starts off uh, again with the Gotham Times. I'm telling you, man, Gotham Times. I <laughs> want a subscription. Yeah, that'd be amazing.
0: Start selling that in the in the shops.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: and then whatever the, Dude, the buy
1: DC, <laughs> whatever
0: the 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 Bugle. I would buy the or the Daily the Bugle, Bugle and the Planet.
1: Yeah, yeah. You should just have all three of them.
0: <laughs> I'd buy that. I need the news. Yeah, right. I need, to know I what's need going the news on. from
1: Gotham, <laughs> all right uh so bizarre joker fish terrified gotham harbor uh and that's the very start and we see the the smiling joker fish which is so iconic um and the very first line is dissection tray please alfred (laughs) so bruce is uh dissecting one of the joker fish Um, so the joker basically in this episode wants to copyright all fish because he's apparently transformed all of the ocean or at least in gotham (laughs) bay all of the fish in gotham bay into joker fish
0: yeah i love when the joker attempts legitimate business practices it's some of the funniest stuff
2: (laughs) it really
1: is (laughs) and mark hamill is absolutely amazing in this episode yeah Uh, i mean he always is when is he not you know
0: he's but. got ham in his name for a reason oh yeah because yeah.
1: he he makes the joker hilarious but still so psychotic like just with the little words that he says just to like twist it just enough yeah um and it, it just really shows when he's talking to poor mr francis who is the copyright director of the bay i guess i don't know
0: <laughs> And cover whatever you want joker yeah
1: <laughs> um so yeah he's basically under attack because we, you can't copyright fish um that's not how it works yeah. and uh he wants to yeah he wants to copyright fish because he's turned them all into smiling fish uh, he's even made a fun little commercial called joker fish where where harley is singing the praises of the joker fish and you no know, she hates fish and doesn't want to eat them But Joker makes her eat them anyways. So they go into his office uh, and threaten him. And if he doesn't do it by midnight, then he's going to die, which is pretty, pretty scary.
0: Not a normal um, copyright uh, contract.
1: So Harley sprays um, Mr. Francis with a gas um, and then a giant... Uh, like swordfish like comes through the window releases another gas which then the toxins combine and then the joker toxin takes over you know making him laugh you know like crazy luckily yes. batman is there uses the joker antidote um to save him but now we know that uh everyone's going to be under attack from this you got to keep those
0: on you at all times
1: yeah <laughs> Uh, joker then threatens the second in command but batman is ready for him this time and has switched places with joker's prey um this time joker has used the owner's cat to bring a joker fish in and which is hilarious because the cat has that like the joker smile and is carrying a joker fish (laughs) in his mouth
0: (laughs) some of the episodes are a little more silly
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i love you know the, the joker fish and and like that weird fucking creepy smile too right
0: well yeah that's why it became iconic right
1: yeah and it's still really creepy um and it goes directly after the fake batman um so batman's like i knew it would go directly for its master like
0: (laughs) he knows the psychology of fish
1: yeah
2: (laughs) or cats
0: (laughs) Both.
1: both so uh the cat scratches the fake batman again The toxin uh, starts working immediately and he goes and gives the antidote to the guy. Um, So Bullock Bullock was there and he's like, fuck this. Well, he doesn't say that, but that would be amazing (laughs) on a kid's show. Fuck this. I'm out of here.
0: He says it, just not on camera.
1: Right. Just not on camera. But he's like, I'm out of here. Right. Uh, He's like, I'm going to go catch Joker myself. And he's figured out before even Batman does, turns out Bullock does have some brains, that the fish was a Japanese tang. And that's not local to the area. And that it's actually from the Gotham Aquarium. Uh, Batman figures this out as well, like minutes later. Um, and they all head out to the Gotham Aquarium together. Uh, and this is <laughs> like one of my favorites. So J- Joker and Harley are like, dancing around at the aquarium being you know joker and harley like this is when you see like that iconic like joker just treating harley like trash and harley just being in love with his psychotic ways he's joker's like i'm gonna treat you like a mermaid of the sea and harley's like oh pudding i love you so much and then he just sticks like a giant fish like over her head (laughs) yeah oh my god it's just it's just crazy like how much you missed, like when you were a kid and then you see now what what is really happening in their relationship constantly
0: well she's come very far
1: she has yeah it's uh, a lot nicer now nowadays yeah <laughs> yes
0: but yeah she was sort of created to be a joker's punching bag
1: oh yeah absolutely yeah
0: be um, dog punching bag yeah but you know that that's the testament of a character is that even though that was unfortunately the how she was designed she broke through all of that and you know yeah. you can't stop there's no bad characters just bad writing or whatever
1: oh yeah definitely uh so now
0: she's more popular than batman so yeah that's crazy <laughs> well
1: <laughs> yeah
0: not really not really <laughs> more popular than almost anybody
1: Yeah, I mean, in the show or like, or just in comics too, definitely one of the most popular characters. Um, so Bullock, of course, we well, he thinks he's very smart, but immediately gets captured by Harley. (laughs) Like she just points her, you know, fake toy gun at him and captures him with her rope gun, Uh, and then uses him as shark bait because there's smiley sharks there as well that have their own grins. And then Batman eventually shows up. Uh, tries to save him, also gets captured, and then both of them get thrown into the giant shark tank. Um, and then, in famous cartoon style, you know, Batman's cuffed with giant chains, puts yeah. the the chains around the shark mouth, and rides the shark like a horse.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's, that's what's so great about cartoons is you can do whatever you want. Like,
0: well, sure. I mean, it's a much closer adaptation that of the comics than. A movie oh yeah real people it's always going to make more sense Mm -hmm. for comics i think
1: definitely uh so they break out of the uh giant shark tank and with the shark you know breaking through the the glass which and uh the shark gets saved and goes into the ocean i was worried about the shark i was like what's gonna happen to the shark always (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh what happened to the cat what happened to the cat? <laughs> he, oh, he, oh, by the way, he did inject the cat as well. Oh, okay. Good, good,
0: good, good.
1: <laughs> the cat
0: doesn't want to be smiling.
1: No, or die from Joker toxin.
0: Either. <laughs> it's
1: been really Not sad. Either. Uh. So yeah, the shark goes into the open water. Joker tries to escape, but Batman finds him and corners him on the roof. And as we all know, Joker, never a good fight with Batman. Like, usually Batman just, like, punches him once, and Joker's like, oh, I give up, you know, or take yeah. me back to Arkham.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but Joker does try to to fight him. He, like, finds a wrench and plays dirty and punches Batman with a wrench and uh, then tries to run away and ends up jumping off the roof. He inflates a little, like, you know, the little floaties that kids wear <laughs> around their waist. But uh, we forgot about the shark that's also in the open water <laughs> and jumps directly into the path of the open mouth of the shark.
0: So Batman, uh, of course, must save him.
1: No. Batman no? Watches.
0: Oh, cool. <laughs> Good. That's what we want, Bruce.
1: Yeah. And yeah, so it looks like he gets eaten by the shark.
0: Um. <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> so, he did but we
1: don't, yeah it doesn't look like it harley starts crying she's like my pudding my pudding it's gone and like throws a joker card that she's kissed into the water which also gets eaten by the shark
2: cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's a pretty dark ending to this episode <laughs> bullock's trying to console harley as she's crying and um yeah batman's just like ah, that's probably not the last we'll see of joker <laughs> probably not <laughs> probably not uh but it is a really fun episode but you know a lot of a lot of good characters obviously harley and joker play off of each other really well even though it's destructive and psychotic um and yeah batman always you know solving the case around joker
0: emin rides a shark
1: and rides a shark you,
0: you don't need to hear anymore
1: <laughs> i was i was hoping he would use some shark repellent but the, yeah the handcuffs were good enough, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would have been good, <laughs> good homage.
1: Yeah, I, I you know I went through that one really fast, but I just had to throw a, a Bruce Timm and Dini one in there just because it's so much fun. Totally. And yeah, using yeah using the Marshall Rogers Joker fish, you, you just gotta get that in there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Right. And we didn't have a Joker one, so no,
1: we didn't have a Joker one, and you know Mark Hamill and. Um, and conroy were so close too they're like really really good friends so and yeah. they played off each other so well you can just tell in these episodes all the joker episodes how close they were uh i also recommend the christmas christmas with the joker is really good oh yes so,
0: yeah that it's was cool. a that song was sang many a time oh yeah i thought that was a real version of the song i think oh
2: yeah <laughs>
0: yeah batman smells robin laid an egg yeah yeah um yeah um and then uh so our last episode we're gonna talk about is uh perchance to dream which was um kevin conroy's um favorite episode yeah he said um of the show because we talked about his shakespearean um influences you know how he started and it's it does make a lot of sense understanding that about him that he was drawn to the like real tragic you know emotional turmoil Mm -hmm. of the character of batman right Um, that was his favorite stuff to to act and that's where he felt the most uh
1: like connected honest
0: yeah connected Mm -hmm. um you know what whether that's from his training or life experience or whatever but that's what he liked to do and in this one um
1: yeah this is written by sorry real quick lauren bright and michael reeves and directed by bob kirkland
0: so uh kevin conroy actually spoke about this episode and i have a a brief quote about it um i got to create thomas wayne's voice which is a really fun challenge in addition to bringing the episode's incredible story to life the wonderful thing about playing a character like bruce wayne is that you get to explore his damaged psychology i love the scripts that examine his internal makeup perchance the pertain the, perchance to dream and the movie Mask of the Phantasm. They really dig into this man and what led him to become Batman. That's why this is his favorite episode.
1: Nice. All right. So this one starts out with Batman entering a building through a rooftop. When he jumps down onto the scaffolding, some sort of like sparkling electricity clouds his face, and he just seems to pass out. Yeah. Um, And then the next scene is Bruce Wayne waking up in a bed on a seemingly normal day. Um, he doesn't know how he's returned to the manor and Alfred is there just like, you know, doing his daily routine as Bruce wakes up. He's just like, Alfred, how did I, how did I get home last night? And I was like, Oh, I don't know, sir. Like where, where, you know, seemed seems like a normal night. Where were you? <laughs> like, who were you out with?" Yeah. And he's just like, wait, what, what? Like everything is just a little, a little confusing, it's a little off, a little off. And you know, Bruce is like looking around and, He's like, Alfred's like, Oh, were you out with Selena last night? And Bruce is like, No, I was out at the doing bad, you bad things. And Alfred's yeah. like, What? <laughs> like, and so everything's everything's off. Um, and they're they're talking about like different women, or Alfred's talking about different women he might have been with. And yeah. Uh and so Bruce is like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> and he goes to the clock, right?
1: Yeah, he goes, yeah. So he gets up and he he's looking around and he, he goes to the clock and he's like, Trying to open it, and he's like, "Alfred, this won't, this won't open." And he's like, "What do you mean it won't open?" He's like, "To the, to the cave," and he's like, "What cave, Alfred?" The Bat, cave,
2: sir. The
1: cave, Yeah, yeah. he's like, the, "The Bat Cave, Alfred." The Bat Cave, and he's like, "Bat Cave, sir. How are you feeling all right?" Yeah,
0: he's <laughs> uh, a little uh, scared, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little off. And
0: then uh while he's kind of starting to begin his like little, I guess, freak out, right? We yeah. hear thomas wayne in the doorway Mm -hmm. he's like bruce is everything all right yeah what
2: (gasps) (gasps) what is this right this isn't
0: right
1: Mm -hmm. so yeah both of his parents and then his mom is also there both of
2: yeah
1: and so both of his parents come through the door and yeah it's just bruce is beside himself both of his parents are alive um and it's uh pretty confusing at this point (laughs)
0: yeah he's uh engaged to be married to yeah, miss to- selena kyle
1: mm-hmm. yeah so they're gonna be wed next week um and so and his parents are gonna go play golf like the Wayne enterprises is you know supposedly led by him but mostly lucius fox yeah <laughs> um and yeah it's just uh it's a whole another world and something in, yeah very in this
0: strange. in this reality he's um He's very much just playboy Bruce Wayne right. where he is being taken care of mm-hmm. basically at every turn in his life. And it's like, you never really think about that, but that is the reality that he would have been looking at. Why yeah. would he become anything? You right. know, he yeah. he's a rich boy uh, yeah. and he would have stayed rich. He would have had his parents, no reason to be in turmoil and agony and seeking you know vengeance all of these things without that what is bruce wayne you know that's so it's almost like a cautionary tale for himself
1: yeah ends up back at his at the office he's like you know he's like i guess i'm gonna go to the office so very confused he goes to the office and selena kyle comes in and just talking about the wedding next week and all of this crazy stuff and as they're talking for a minute suddenly he sees batman swinging through the air out the window and he's about to stop some criminals who are robbing a jewelry store and batman again freaks out and he's like what what's happening and he runs yeah. downstairs selena's like oh no bruce like oh yeah and he asks, like who is that and she's like that's it's batman who's batman
0: yeah and they watch <laughs> him apprehend someone he showed up a couple weeks ago um
1: yeah <laughs> blah, blah
0: blah and he's just really taken aback he's like have you ever Heard of a cat woman yeah. and she's like, Are you okay? Yeah,
1: she's like, What's uh, going on, Bruce? Um, uh, so yeah, he means he knows it's
0: not right, he says, yeah, he knows it's This not isn't right, right. Yeah. this isn't right,
1: yeah. So he goes and sees a trusted Dr. Leslie Tompkins, as we've seen her in a previous episode, yeah. and I wanted to mention so. Dr. Lizzie Tompkins was first created in Detective Comics 457 by Denny O'Neill and Dick Dorgiano. So, yeah, she's been in a lot of comics. She was also kind of like Alfred, just like another parent figure as well to him. Uh, So this is why he like really trusts her. That's why I wanted to mention that. And Um, they really
0: keep her. I mean, she's a big focus in the animated this animated series more than. Almost any other media, like I, definitely. I think I've seen her pop up and stuff, but like she's yeah. definitely like in this show as one of the very, very, very few people who know his secret identity. His
1: secret, yeah.
0: It's Alfred. It's Robin, Batgirl, and her really, and then yeah. occasionally some villains or whoever figure it out along the way. But that's really like the core of. Yeah. And, oh, and Lucius. Maybe, yeah,
1: probably. Ra's al Ghul, before, yeah. Maybe
0: Lucius, though. I'm not even sure. In yeah, Lucius. Show.
1: Yeah, I think Lucius knows. On I mean, a little bit later, maybe. I can't even. Now I'm going to start mixing up my medias. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not
0: that many. And she's definitely a huge part in this show. She pops up a lot. There's uh, there's episodes focused on her. Yeah, there um, sure is.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so she tells him that he's been disassociating all of these years and just making up this other life, basically. Um, to like deal with all of his problems, which sounds which like
0: came from things yeah. being handed to him
1: exactly, yeah, instead of
0: flipped. everything being taken away,
1: exactly. yeah, it's just flipped, right? the other way yeah. around, just like she said that and the other kind of the other way around I, That's I really we uh Batman
0: with with this episode, I really thought of um the Alan Moore written uh, Superman. Mm-hmm. I think it's an annual where it's yeah. his birthday, right. and uh, he has that like it's like a form of mind control that Mongol puts on his chest. Here he gives him as a gift, and it it's like this black orchid flower or something like that, and it shows you your true desires. And right. in Superman's, it's not that he has the idyllic life on Krypton. It's like he has all the problems that like he doesn't. He can't connect with his kids. He fights with his wife. He ha- lives a he has a boring job. Um. Right. He, he he has a hard time connecting with his father right all these things but it's like showing that this guy more than anything wants that's his dream it's his dream is an ideal his dream is to be truly normal, normal. yeah warts and all mundanity and all yeah. and it's like this is also sort of exactly what bruce wants right he does like it's he doesn't want it because he'd be a rich playboy he wants it because he'd be kind of a, a loser like bruce wayne yeah. would be lame yeah. you know but it's like it that's that's what it's better you
1: yeah know? it's because at parents would be there and he would still have a a wife and yeah like just a, a life
0: semi-normal life, a even semi-normal a life.
1: yeah <laughs> just happens to be a billionaire <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah bruce believes her and feels that finally he says his nightmare is over oh i'm sorry i said he's uh, completely jubilant um and he's so excited. So it's like, oh, finally my life. <laughs> I can c- celebrate my life. And he goes to his parents and or to his father and asks him to go to the opera with him and Selena. They're going to celebrate opera style, rich people style. <laughs> yeah uh yes alfred to lay out his best suit um
0: yeah, he chums it up with alfred yeah uh, <laughs> all of it very strange when he's acting like this it's like more disturbing than it anything
1: is. yeah he <laughs> yeah. even like he brings up his voice this is actually a really good example kevin connor brings up his voice like an octave yeah like, it's, it's very different
0: and it uh, changes the same. whole thing. And he's like, uh-huh. did you find that bat cave there? And like, yeah. no, sir. And he's like, good thing. Cause then we'd both be crazy.
2: Exactly. That's where <laughs> you really like,
1: hear it is when he says that yeah.
0: <laughs> it's very off though. It's off putting because uh-huh. we're not used to this guy. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, you're, he's showing the range there. We've seen in this episode alone, him doing Thomas Wayne, depressed Batman, normal yeah. Batman, yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Jubilant Bruce. Yes. <laughs> There's like multiple versions, you know. So
1: many versions of his voice. So then he picks up the newspaper and I say newspaper this time. I don't say Gotham Times because when he opens yeah. it, it's literally just a jumbled mess so we get our biggest clue to what is going on. Um and that's because uh when you dream, you can't read words.
0: Yeah, um, you can't read in a dream. No. And, he tears books off the walls. He's yeah. opening them up. Yeah. And he's just, you know, distraught, throws his head, you know, drops to his knees again. And his mm-hmm. parents run in. What's wrong? What's wrong? And he's like, You're not real. You're not real. Yep.
1: Uh, he, and then he, yeah, yeah, start, like you said, start tossing things. He sees Batman on the TV and he's like, It's Batman. It's all because of Batman. And he like throws something at the TV and breaks the TV. Uh, and then he goes on like a rampage and he goes out to like a yeah. gun store, purchases flare guns and like grappling hooks and uh, just, yeah, starts evading cops and
0: just yeah, yeah, yeah. completely goes insane. Your parents are, re- some cops show up uh, yeah. where he's parked illegally or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> real fast. And then like they get, he gives them his ID and they're like, your parents are real worried about you. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. when When a billionaire is looking for their billionaire kid yeah. They find him real fast. They find
2: him real quick. Yeah. <laughs> real quick.
1: But yeah, he
0: escapes with his flare gun and
1: and his grappling hook, yeah, on his yeah. shoulder. And they're like, "That guy moves just like Batman."
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, they give good. chase through the alleys and he like leaps over the fence and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. And they have so to like can... climb it.
1: Right. So he can still move just like Batman in this dream. Like yeah. so maybe he's like starting to remember that he is Batman or he, he's always been Batman, right? yeah um even though it's a dream Or we starting we starting to figure out that it's a dream so yeah he heads towards i guess arkham ish like i don't know all the words are jumbled but it looks like the gates of arkham yeah um
0: to a clock tower
1: yeah to a clock tower of like a church or something and yeah climbs all the way up there and he's just like i'm here like come and face me right yeah 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 With the batman in the air
0: <laughs> so it's raining they're yeah. on a clock tower bruce wayne's there then batman shows up uh-huh. and it's bruce wayne and batman and they get into like a major throwdown, and they're yelling at each other so it's like kevin conroy doing both versions which yeah. it's like it's one thing to be like i have a speaking voice for this person and a speaking voice for this person but he's got a yelling voice for batman and the yelling voice for bruce exactly so it's just yeah. like all over the place and it's different you know
2: uh-huh.
1: Yeah, he's got such a good tone for both of them. Like and that's the other thing that I wanted to mention about his Batman voice that he created. It's so like if you look at like Christian Bale or you know, he has that like very deep Batman voice, right? Yeah, it's or silly. It's, yeah, yeah. So it's like oh yeah, it's almost to the point that's silly. Um, which is why I actually like Robert Pattinson's a little bit better because he goes a little bit higher, right? Like,
0: he's 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 like whispering, right? He's whispery though,
1: yeah, which I it's still I think is better than a deep. Oh, 100%.
0: (laughs) And I mean, Christian Bale talked about it. It's like that guy's such a method type actor, he's not full method, but like he's so embodied. He couldn't, it seems like in a way, he's not a good choice for Batman because the actor talked about it. He's like, I couldn't imagine dressing up like the bat and then i'm right. like well then why are you fucking why bat are batman? you batman but Yeah, his <laughs> the reason he got the way he got to that voice i remember uh i read this a while ago he's he's like i had he had to be a monster right so he's so it's like christian bale how he sees batman is like the monster maybe it's the truth or not but it's a monster to him that's why he's where are the rabbits like yeah.
1: You're like shit, no. and then
0: it's like what Ben Affleck just has a <laughs> speaker or something. So right? stupid. You know? But and then uh, I mean, even uh, Michael Keaton, it's a little different. I think his is more subtle, which is interesting, given that like. movie's yeah. not subtle, but yeah. his performance is. It's it is a different voice, but it's a subtle change.
1: Yeah, it's and it might be a little bit too subtle sometimes. Like you know, yeah. you can kind of figure it out probably a little bit easier oh of course (laughs) yeah but yeah kevin conroy is just it's theatrical right yes yeah and it and then his bruce wayne voice is actually more of a put on than his batman voice yeah um, which is what i really love um he's got that like playboy charm which is exactly what bruce wayne should have and it's Um, fake it's fake yeah which is that one right
0: it too would be fake for batman
1: yeah but they even say his batman voice is the real voice that's his yes. true voice because that's where all his pain and you know comes from
0: yeah. um, which so it's knew, even a different voice than when bruce is at the bat cave talking to alfred right right yeah. not in this episode but in a normal episode when he is it's a different bruce but it's still not batman it's all insane and how yeah. complex <laughs> this yeah. guy it's like bringing this you know
1: yeah so when they battle it out And then finally, he unmasks the fake Batman, and it turns out to be none other than the Mad Hatter. Yes. Uh, And the Mad Hatter has basically created this dream world uh, for Batman, and he can live out his best fantasy life in it.
0: Yeah, he asked him uh, how he figured it out, and he Mm -hmm. said, reading right reading is a function of the right side of the brain Mm -hmm. dreams are a function of the left it's impossible to read in a dream yeah i
1: already knew that but whatever (laughs) (laughs)
0: little
1: kids though aren't gonna know that again no at all they're not gonna like see him reading the book and be like uh or the newspaper and be like why is that you know maybe yeah. they would think it's the Riddler I don't
2: know <laughs> yeah maybe I,
1: I'm thinking when I was a kid I don't obviously I don't remember when I first saw this episode but I, I I'm guessing that that's probably what I thought when I was a kid that it was the Riddler
0: yeah I don't with, think I with all the weird characters and stuff yeah. he's always doing stuff like that so which yeah. might even be an intentional misdirect
1: probably yeah I would think um but from what I know now of (laughs) dreams, I was watching it and I was like, Oh, it's the dream, you know, then it (laughs) could be scarecrow.
0: It It could be.
1: Yes. (laughs) Narrows
0: it down, but still not finalized.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't think I would have ever thought it was the Mad Hatter originally, Um, but then it makes so much sense. And he even talks about Alice in Wonderland and through the looking glass. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's pretty deep (laughs) when he goes into the dreams, even talks about like, yeah, Tweedledee and Tweedledum and the looking glass and, uh, that really great speech about that
0: yeah um,
1: yeah it's uh it's pretty pretty amazing
2: but
0: uh, uh he's able to uh, break out of the dream by mm-hmm. they don't show him going off the balcony i noticed yeah. that because that's but he's he pretty jumps.
2: dark yeah
0: he does jump so you get like you, you see the mad hatter like no no and then you see bruce falling right and then batman wakes up and he has a little like metal you know, classic movie uh, brain control device on his head,
1: right? Yeah, because he figures out that you can't die in a dream. Maybe, yeah.
0: <laughs> but they always make you wake up. So they
1: always make you wake up. Yeah, when you when you're falling and then you suddenly wake up, right? Which is and a really scary experience, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, he whoops the goons real fast, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. like, "Why?" Because he's so mad. I mean, yeah. this this one's one of the few times where he's like fists are balled up and you can tell it's taken everything to not just strangle this guy Mm -hmm. because he i mean worse than his parents being dead is being tormented and thinking that they're alive you know
2: right yeah
0: anyone who's had a a dream-like version of reality and then you wake up it's never a you're never glad you had that dream i don't think
1: no no yeah Yeah, because it's yeah it's so disheartening and then yeah feel that rage again when you wake up mm-hmm. but then he realizes that you know his nemesis was willing to give him paradise basically if it meant you know leaving him to or leaving him free to pursue his yeah. his dreams basically
0: he's like i'll give like, you paradise yeah just to keep you out of my life
1: right exactly <laughs> which is Maybe. i don't know not the worst thing that anybody's done to batman but
0: but i mean he's probably the most mad about it right yeah
1: yeah absolutely right but you know again he gives them he just ends up taking him to arkham i'm sure and throwing him back in (laughs) and just like everybody else
0: (laughs) another uh line of ptsd on batman's chart
1: oh (laughs) yep got a lot of that yeah he's so angry (laughs) but a great episode for sure
0: yeah, absolutely. Really does show the range of uh, the great actor. I mean, it's just a great episode in general too. But uh, yeah, definitely shows off Kevin's abilities. Yeah, I think
1: yeah for for all of them that we've watched, that's probably one of the best for sure.
0: Yeah, um, I'll, I'll throw out another one that I, I I just watched. I didn't take any notes really, but uh, the Nothing to Fear episode. Uh, it's a Scarecrow mm-hmm. episode, um, and that's where the iconic line I am vengeance I am the knight I am Batman like it all came from there and it's like they keep that stuff around right
2: oh yeah they call him
0: vengeance they make a joke about it in the the Pattinson movies right because it's like why are you walking around saying I am vengeance it's like so your name's vengeance yeah (laughs) (laughs) but you know that's still around that line is still there so
1: oh yeah yeah and I am the knight that's been around forever um yeah i mean they took so much from this show yeah yeah, and it will be around forever now it's part of history uh,
0: totally.
1: i think they will keep taking from it
2: so yeah
0: yeah um, i mean it's some of the best versions of a lot of these stories you know the best mr freeze story is that episode with mr freeze
1: oh yeah absolutely. it's better
0: than any mr freeze comic
1: yeah it was well definitely disheartening when they Tried to use that in that in Batman and Robin, and they took from oh. that. <laughs>
0: oh, they! I mean, they definitely did, right? Which is they did absolutely on on one level is huge, right? Because mm-hmm. a big giant movie is taking this what little cartoon to adapt the elements. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't done right. I mean,
2: <laughs> it was <but> not.
0: <laughs> the fact that they were pulling from this show, and not a old show either, a recent show. Yeah, shows the quality of this also like i i didn't write any numbers down but like the view numbers on these shows were crazy i mean oh, yeah it, it's like over a third of the country was watching every episode like yeah. or, or over a third of all tvs yeah and you're like what no crazy. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> gigantic numbers yeah um yeah. And then, I mean, if you want to follow up on any of these two, I mean, obviously we talked about mask of the phantasm. Watch, watch that.
0: <laughs> Definitely. And that's a lot of the character uh, just work going on. I mean, it it's, he's not Batman, a lot of it. Um, it's a lot of backstory. It's about Bruce's like how he almost got married Uh, how he was going to pull away from the path of the bat and what happened and what kept him and really like enforced that as his journey, that he must become the
1: bat, but right.
0: Fantastic movie.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, And we know they'll keep making more um, animated Batman cartoons, um, but we'll just have a, a different voice now. Yeah. Um, I know Jensen Ackles has played Batman recently, and he does a really good job too, um, but there'll definitely be no one like Kevin Conroy. So.
0: No. Not a- not again. Um, and yes, luckily there are hundreds of episodes. Yeah. And all of, I mean, we said there wasn't a bad Batman episode. I don't think there's a bad Superman episode. I don't think there's a bad Justice League episode. I don't think there's a bad Batman Beyond episode. Um, yeah. And he's in a lot of of that stuff yeah yeah just watch the whole thing watch the whole universe (laughs)
1: definitely
0: you don't need a new show
1: no (laughs) i think they are they are doing that oh of course yeah all right well i think let's uh call it there
0: yeah Um, but uh thanks for listening everybody and yeah
1: uh, hope you've enjoyed it
0: rest in peace kevin conroy you know um my heart goes out to the people who actually knew him you know it's hard enough to be me who's just a fan and grew up with him but you know yeah people actually had that guy in their lives so
1: oh yeah absolutely um i hope there's a big bat cave in the sky for you um, yeah absolutely
0: but also i think very quickly since his passing it's shown how huge influence... his fan
1: base or influence yeah absolutely. yeah you know yeah. even
0: people who aren't about this stuff it's just like oh r.i.p to my batman you know right. what i mean so oh, uh, yeah
1: 100
0: you know what what more can a person ask to touch you know millions of lives like that mm-hmm. so
1: yeah i'm sure he would be completely yeah just uh, blown away by the support and love
0: so yeah. he yeah. just wants to do the voice one more time though yeah <laughs>
1: All right, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, make sure you follow us at Escapist Comics on Facebook and Instagram, uh, and TikTok, and go to the store 3090 Claremont Avenue in Berkeley. Uh, follow me at Jessa Baldoni on Instagram and Facebook. I guess if you want <laughs> not Twitter. I'm off. I'm off Twitter. No more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Robert.
0: Um, Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, predominantly uh, at Robert underscore N-E-G-O-E-S-C-O at Robert Negoesco. Search that uh, name on YouTube. You can follow me there. Um, Those are really the two main spots uh, to find me. I have comics out, um, so grab a comic. Only four bucks for each one. Uh, Pick Mm -hmm. up some Pick up some issues. Yeah, get some issues. Um,
1: All right. And remember, everyone. Escape
0: escape into into comics. comics
1: Or Batman the Animated Series this week. Do that, too.
2: I am the knight. I am the knight.
1: (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a good rest of the week.
0: All right. Bye-bye.